Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number 10 of Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions, where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, we're going to be drinking Macallan 15-year. This is one of my favorite um, whiskeys, probably one of the smoothest and most expensive, but it's really good. And I'm going to be joined by my guest. Now, my guest isn't drinking today. He's going to tell us why. But um, I'm going to be joined by an entrepreneur business owner here in El Paso. This guy has really, um, you know, took a lot of strides in the last couple of years that his business has been open. And we're going to hear from him. Uh, Juice Jerry, what's up, brother? Cheers. Up? Thanks Cheers. for being on the podcast. So he's uh, cheering me with some Dasani, right? You're not yeah, drinking today? I'm not drinking today. No? <laughs> yeah, I, I try not to drink. I stay away from it. At least when I'm in town, you know, I do have my, I can't say I'm 100% sober. Right, right. But yeah, I don't drink. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm the only one drinking in this room, so it's cool. <laughs> so, really excited to have you on, man. Um, when we started this podcast 10 weeks ago, we've already been doing this for 10 weeks, and uh, when we started this podcast, we were really like thinking about a lot of people in El Paso mm -hmm. that have been influential, that have you know, kind of made it or made a name for themselves, mm -hmm. and uh, you were definitely one of those people that we mentioned, so we were always like, we gotta, we gotta reach out to them, we gotta reach out to them, but... I really think that you have a, a really inter interesting story, and I want to kind of pass it over to you, okay. just so you can kind of tell the audience on iTunes and YouTube a little bit about yourself, uh, who Juice Jerry is, okay. and uh, a little bit about what you do. Uh, yeah, so my name is Jerry. Uh, Juice Jerry has been my nickname for a long time. It's just <laughs> kind of like stuck, and everyone just knows me by Juice and calls me Juice. So yeah, I uh, I own a private label supplement line. I started off with the clothing line, and uh, that was like my stepping stone into the clothing into the supplement line. And uh, in the past year, especially in the past year, we've grown a lot. You know, I've shipped internationally, we ship about 600 packages a month. Wow. Uh, yeah. You 600 know, packages a month. month. Yeah, we've had about a 40% growth from 17 to 2019. It's cool. crazy. I mean, 40% in business is a lot to grow. Yeah, even 10%. It's a, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're doing a 10%, I mean, your business is successful, so if you're doing 40%. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so we're literally, I think last year we were shipping an average of about 120 packages. So we're doing about 120 so to 200. Tripled. Yeah, I've tripled in some months. Yeah, yeah. So is that is that kind of a consistent thing? Yeah, or you're kind of seeing trends. Yeah, in uh, I think what was it? February we did 600 packages. This month we've done 634. So this nice. You're already having a yeah better. And last month I think we did like 580. So I mean it's pretty consistent. Are these are these repeat customers or you yeah a lot of them repeat customers. customers. I do have a lot of repeat customers and a lot of them are new customers. I think that the word about my supplements is actually starting to spread, so I have a lot of new customers coming in. You know, I ship a lot uh, to EP orders, so I ship to a lot of army orders. I ship to army bases every single day. I think these uh, people, you know, when they're in those, uh, when they're stationed in Kuwait or, or in Afghan, wherever they're at, when they go home, wherever they're from, which right. might be Virginia or wherever they're from, right. they take it with them, and then they start spreading it in their home. Yeah, because they can't get it. Yeah. Unless they're calling yeah. you, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that the Army has really had a lot to do with the word of my supplement spreading a lot. Because they go back to their hometown and I just start getting orders from all the different customers. So do you feel kind of word of mouth has been a big contributor yeah. to your word system? of mouth and obviously social media. You know what I mean? Um, I think social media is what's really, you know, I repost everyone's feedback. I think that the way that I promote is uh, instead of hyping up my own product, uh, I'll get a picture of a supplement and I get people's actual feedback through DMs or their comments and I put a picture of them over it. Yeah. So it's like, don't take my word for it, this is actual feedback from other people. It's right, like right. real reviews. And I see that, actually. I saw. I was checking out your story and um, 
I saw that even on the podcast we asked you you mm-hmm. you you like to see what your audience right, wants yeah, to see, you know? Because yeah, yeah. I know and and we'll ask I'll ask you here on camera how how did that turn out? It was it was good. I think yeah. it was like I think it was like ninety three percent yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think happen. the people who said no was an accident. <laughs> did you put it over here on the right? Yeah, yeah on the right. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes that happens. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like to interact a lot with my uh, with my followers. Uh, lately, I've gotten so much feedback that I can't make them all to post. Like I can't post everybody. Watch this constantly just being blown up with people sending me like, you know, the positive, you know, feedback and stuff. That's awesome. So you're 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 kind of creating the culture too, you know, within your own business, a culture of people wanting to share progress and wanting yeah. to share results. Yeah, I think part of it also is that people like to get a shout out. You know, people like to get, you know, a, a, a repost. So I think it kind of creates like a trend. You know, yeah. even, even when it started with the with the well, that's how I started with the clothing. You know, I think that's probably what got my clothing out there. Well, my name out there was. Was uh, was Instagram and I was reposting people, so people would then all of a sudden started, you know, buying a shirt, throwing the, you know, taking a picture and throwing it up, and then I would repost it, and then it just kind so of just, reaction. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, shout outs are yeah are a lot, right? <laughs> and even though I have a lot of followers, you know, people are still doing it just for the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, people love that stuff. Yeah. So that's crazy. So let's take kind of back. You started. You didn't start with the supplements first. The supplements yeah. is probably the main part of your business now, right? Yeah, it's just always been my dream. But uh, obviously, I didn't have the money to do it. When I tried to start, I remember I had zero credit. You know, I had no money. I thought you could just go to the bank and the bank would just lend you the money. Right, right. So I had to really start from ground zero. But I guess if you want to, I guess if we can take it back even more, I guess to take where it, it really started. Take it back to, said, the, yeah, to the people, juicy yeah, days. Yeah, let's to start the from the beginning. Because we're, we're kind of like going different. <laughs> we are. It's okay. But um, yeah, I think uh, like we go back to the year like 2013. 2012-2013, uh, for people who've known me for a long time, I used to live in a house actually down here up the street downtown, and it was called the Papa House, you know what I mean? And so all we did there was, I lived there with a bunch of my friends, and all we did was just party, yeah, and party, and party, and party, and so... I actually heard, I've never been to that house, but I heard about so it like years yeah. ago. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think I can say anything that's criminalizing anymore. It's just so long ago. But yeah, a lot of right? bad things happened there, right? Right? <laughs> so, so, um, <laughs> no, but yeah. So, um, around that time, you know, I was just partying a lot. And so it was fun at one point. You know what I mean? Uh, it was great. But I think after a while, it just kind of spiraled out of control. And so I was, a. Uh, I was drinking a lot, you know what I mean? I was starting to drink. I would drink from like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like four or five days out of the week I was drinking. And then all of a sudden I started doing a lot of drugs, you know what I mean? I was doing a lot of coke, a lot of cocaine, I was rolling a lot. And I got stuck into that lifestyle. I got arrested a couple times for fighting and for, you know, just drunk drama, you know? And right, right. I think it, I hit a point where I just started getting really depressed, you know, and I wanted to like change, but I couldn't stop living like that. You know what I mean? Every time the weekend would come, I was out there get drinking, and I was just on drugs. Yeah. It was just like, there was no, there was no way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just felt that trap. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I'm not going to school. I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? At that point, you know, and I had, I had, yeah, I had two cases. You know, I had, a, uh, I had uh, an assault charge on me. I had two assault charges on me for fighting. I was going to court for that. And so it just really, I, I, everything that was fun kind of started to really grim on me, you know, and, uh, yeah. you know, I think that um, that's when I decided that I had to do, I, I wanted to change my life, you know what I mean, so I had to, kind of yeah, moment. that's when I realized that, you know what I mean, I had to change, you will complete 180 from what I was doing, right. and uh, I think, I haven't really shared this with many people, 
Because this is actually about like, to share with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is actually only the people who are closest to me know this yeah. part. But uh, I mean, I guess the day that it actually changed was um, I remember it was on a Sunday morning, and I had uh, been up all weekend. I hadn't slept. I was you know wired, and I was just sweating, cold sweats, and I was just like pacing back and forth in my room. And that house was a big house, and it was cool, and there's people there. But when everyone left, it was just you were alone. You know what I mean? It was no anxiety. Yeah. It was like nine in the morning. I remember just pacing back and forth in my room. I was sweating and I just couldn't sit still. I couldn't sleep. I remember I got in my car and I and I and I sat in my car and uh, I turned on the car and I was like, "Where am I going? It's ten a.m. You know, there's nowhere to go." I just remember just I guess if I can explain it, just the feeling of being just like desperate. You know what I mean? I don't know what to do. And so I remember I started praying and I said, "God help me. God help me." And at that moment, I went to church like that, you know, completely wired, hadn't slept, on drugs, sweating, you know what I mean? And I remember, I, and I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't believe in God at the time, you know, I had really like disconnected. And I went to Abundant, that's the church that yeah, I went yeah. to. I grew up going to that church. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so that was Charles, the biggest church. Charles, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the biggest church, so that's just where I went, you know, it was 10 a.m., I was like, I think that was a beach church service somewhere. And that's... And so second, second shift, no? Second... Uh, yeah, yeah. And so that's when I went in, and uh, yeah, I went in and I just walked in, like looking down, and one wanted to see me, you know what I mean? But yeah, obviously that something was wrong. As soon as I sat down, like someone just came and they sat with me, and they're like, can we pray with you? I was like, yeah, sure. So, and that's when the change actually started. You know, I'd like to say that it was like overnight, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? But, right. but that's that, when you kind of it, yeah, took a step back. Step back yeah, realized. I realized like, you know, I was like, yo, I need to like change. and Because I had been trying for months, you know what I mean? I've been trying for months, and okay, I'm not going to do drugs this week. Okay, right. you did, you just hit that. And as soon as I had one wall. shot before I knew it, I was like totally just gone and doing all kinds of drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like really like, just like I couldn't stop. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. And so I think I, when I started doing it, I started doing uh, I started going to church a lot. And I started, I you know, got out of that house and I got away from all that. And for the longest time, it was it was really hard because I was used to being at the bars and being at strip clubs and like you know, going on trips and just being wild, you know what I mean? Yeah. From going to that to, like, trying to be sober, all of a sudden, like, cold turkey was, you know, it was a complete day and night. Oh. You know? Day and night. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, all I did, I had to find something else to occupy my time with, you know? And my release was working out, going to the gym. That's when you started getting into fitness. Did you, you work out? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So I mean, I always worked out, but I wasn't like consistent with it until right. I, you know what I mean. So I started spending my Friday nights at the gym, Saturdays at the gym. You know, just working out, working out. We purposely going at night so you wouldn't go. Yeah, out. because yeah. it had nothing to do. You know what I mean. I just I would feel so like you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it's just I'm telling you. I mean, it going from doing all these things and just, you know, always partying and being around friends and strip clubs and bars and everything, like, completely you separated know, yourself. Yeah, because the thing is, is that when you get addicted to a certain lifestyle, you can't control it anymore, you know what I mean? There's no such thing as, okay, I'm going to go to the bar, but I'm not going to drink. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't happen. And everybody you know I mean? says that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just, all my it, friends say that. Yeah, too. no, because I said this many times, okay, I'm going to go out and have one drink, or I'm right. not going to drink tonight. Before you knew it, you know, I was, you know, back, you know, doing all that other stuff. So I, I had to completely, you know, disconnect myself from it. And that's part of the reason why I didn't drink. Because even now, even though that I've been sober for so long, if I go out and I start getting, if I start having some shots before I know it, I'm like, back. back. You know, it'll be like, 8 a.m. I'm like, oh my God, you know what I mean? What did I just <laughs> did do? Did it again? Like, oh, shit. Yes. 
Yeah, so, 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 so Jerry, not again. Yes. And then, and then I used to be really reckless when I was drinking. You know what I mean? I was yeah. very loud. I was very, I was like, I was that obnoxious guy, you know? I was a nephew. So, you know, I just, you know, I started staying away from that. Yeah. So then uh, that's when, you know, I started, you know, wanting to start a business, you know? And I, that's when I went to the banks, you know, and back then I didn't know anything. So I had zero credit. I didn't own anything, you know what I mean? And the bank was like, okay, well, give us $300 and we'll give you a $300 credit card. You know, it's a like, yeah. credit card. Start, we'll you start credit. Credit, yeah. And then two months later, I was like, oh my gosh, it's taking forever. <laughs> like, two months. And then two months later, I was like, this is going to start business. This is going nowhere, you know? <laughs> so, um, what I started doing, I started going online. And I was searching for cheap supplements. So, I would find, like, you know, stuff like high, like pro subs or like these big brands. And I would find them for like $29. So I would order them, and most supplement shops on for like 49, 50, you know what I mean? And I would go to the gym and my gym bag, and I would tell people, yo, I'm selling supplements. You know, I have this one for 39, so it's like $10 cheaper from any other supplement shop. Yeah. And I bring it to you. You're just selling value. Yeah, so, value. so people would see me, and I think uh, I think part of it, the uh, people were like, I guess, I don't want to say they felt bad for me, but they just wanted support, you know what I mean? I guess yeah. they saw me trying to do something, you know what I mean? So then I started flipping supplements like that. And then uh, I started tweeting it, and people were actually like buying from me. And so that money that I was making off profit of selling, you know, cheap supplements that I would buy online. Yeah, you were like a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. I, was you know what I mean, mean I'm, I'm listening to your story. I'm like, I have three friends that do that too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to start a supplement brand. Right. I would see these brands like I want to be one of these brands, but obviously I didn't have any. So what I started doing. Um, I started messing around with some logos on, on, on Photoshop. And I had a friend who was really good at Photoshop and he kind of started helping me out. And I started printing things on this. I just wanted to start a brand. So that's when I started. So you just wanted to start anything? Like, yeah, was it was there something in particular that took you to clothing? Or, because or it, cause there was something that I was able to, you know, that, that, I, that you were into anyway. Yeah, right? and, and then I had the money to do it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I didn't have any credit lines, I didn't have any credit cards, I didn't have anything. You know? So I think something that was within my buying power. You know, and so I started making those tank tops, and I knew that I wanted a supplement brand, but I knew that I, I didn't. I, there's, there's no way I could do it at the time, so I knew that there was levels to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, the clothing was a stepping stone. You know, it was never like a my, stepping stone in the same yeah in the same type of yeah in the same industry. Yeah. And so uh, when I started creating the shirts, uh, I started to uh, you know I'd go to the gym. And I would stop people who were walking and I would show them the shirt and I would be like, if I give you the shirt for free, would you wear it? So they'd look at it like, yeah, sure. So they would put it on and then I would ask them to take a picture and I would take a picture of them and I'd put it on Instagram. And, and tag them. And tag them, yeah. yeah. And this was back in 20, like, this is like late 2013. So Instagram, like I said, was very <laughs> this is me. This is fucking insane. Yeah. Because it, it's like you understood where it could go. Yeah. Where it was going to go. Because right now, that's exactly how businesses that are starting mm -hmm. should be doing it. Yeah. They should be giving out free shit yeah. and putting it on social media and yeah. blasting the shit out of it, you know? Yeah. yeah getting no, that kind of fire going. I think that when I hear people say making moves in silence, I think to me, personally, it's people who aren't doing anything, so they don't want to say anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you're starting something, you got to ring every bell and whistle you get your hand off. I like, agree. yo, look at my product. You know, I'm yeah. doing something, you know? Oh, yeah. Because if you're doing something in silence and you're starting from the bottom, like people need to know you're getting yeah. that exposure. 
I think people say that too, just because there's a lot of people that talk and talk and oh yeah, yeah. So I'm doing this now, I'm doing this, and it's like you yeah. never really did it, you know? Yeah, master you, of of none and jack of all Yeah, shows. but I mean, if you're doing something, you just gotta do it. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you gotta let it be known, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was doing, you know. I was uh, giving them away, and so I would order cheap supplements. I would flip them, I'd make it ten, twelve dollars out. Get that profit. Get that profit into, into shirts, shirts, and then give it away. So it's like I was making zero money. You know what I mean? Because yeah. all the profit I was making, I was making sure that I was giving away. And I did that for maybe like, I don't know, maybe like two months. Maybe I did make, four, the first time was $400, the second time was about 400 The third time that was about you 400 spent. That, Yeah, that would invest and then give away. And then and no, no return. return. No, no, no return. You so know what I mean? how did you feel for those two months? Did you feel like you were, you were yeah. stupid? Yes, yes, yes. yes, you yes, feel yes. Like, uh, I, I doubted myself a lot. <laughs> and then, you know, I always thought, I was like, God, I've been like, this is dumb. Like you're making no money. This right. is not smart. You know, all the money you're making, you're just giving it away. And then, you know, I would look at people back then. There was no, you didn't really know Lipid or any of these or Gymshark. You know what I mean? Right, right. They were probably just starting off themselves. You know what I mean? They probably they, didn't even have an Instagram. They're like, yeah, Should we get an Instagram? yeah. They were probably starting at the same time, or I don't know. Maybe they were already started. I hadn't heard of them. Right. You know, I'm sure they probably. I'm sure they had started. I'm sure they've been around longer than I have. But I hadn't heard of them. Yet. And uh, I remember that. Uh, yeah, I kept giving them away, giving them away, and uh, you know, I would see people wearing Nike and Adidas, and I'm like, well, who's gonna want to wear your brand over Nike? You know what I mean? Like, who? Like, no one will. But eventually, what it did, it started like a trend. You know what I mean? I was, you know, always reposting people, and then people started taking pictures themselves and tagging me, and I would repost them. So they kind of created like a chain reaction. And you, you I went, did, you went kind of viral by people just wanting the attention, attention from yeah. you. Yeah, you know? yeah, just, just the repost, just to be part of that you know part of you know what everyone was doing you know and that's dude honestly like that i i think that's so hard for people to even create or businesses to create because mlms like i know mlms they're kind of structured in that way you know mm -hmm. like hey lose 10 pounds post it on your social media and mm -hmm. challenge three other people yeah. you know because i've done stuff like that oh, too yeah but it's it's not always as easy to start those trends mm -hmm. um so what do you feel that kind of separated you or made you kind of you know, actually go viral and, and kind of see that success. You know what? You I think that's, I can't really tell you why, you know what I mean? Um, all I know is that it happened, you know? I just kept reposting people and people were just sending me their, I mean, were just sending me their pictures, you know? I think part of it was because I gave away so many shirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I was selling them from the beginning, no one was going to buy them. No. Yeah, yeah, nobody would have bought them, but I literally gave away. Because they feel, they feel like, why? Yeah. That's when they would probably ask, why would I buy your buy shirt, shirt yeah. for 10 bucks yeah. when I could go and buy this Nike shirt, shirt yeah. for 24 bucks? Yeah, and, and and so and so I gave away so many, I can't remember how many shirts I gave away. It was a lot. You know, it was over 100 shirts that I would give away, male and female. And then after a while, people started actually asking. They were like, yo, where did you get that shirt? Yeah. And then people started coming up to me. Yeah, yeah, how much are they? When people asked me, I was like, oh, I didn't have any price roll. They're free. How many do you want? 15, 16, 17. I was trying just to want to see how much they were paid. Yeah. <laughs> $500 a week in shirts. <laughs> yeah, so, so then eventually people started actually buying it. Yeah. So what do you, like, all that all that that's happening, all the like negative, like, I'm not making money. Yeah. Why would people want to buy my product? Yeah. Like, what, what made you keep going to the point where it was just like, Actually, and then and it the, worked. Yeah, you know, you know actually, like one thing that uh, that I failed to mention too is that people would take pictures of me at the gym. Like other people would take pictures of me, like giving away shirts or wearing my shirts, and they would make me them. 
and they would be like this douchebag clothing line. Look, douchebag clothing line. Oh, hell yeah. And people would like make comments like, I can't, they're like, they think this guy's an idiot, or I can't wait till he has to get a real job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot of negativity. And in a way, I kind of like use that instead of letting it bring me down. I, it, it, I guess I did let it fuel like, me, you yeah. know what I mean? Because it actually upset me. But I never said anything. I never I would never comment. I would never get into Instagram post. I just ignore it. But it made me want to work harder. You know, and you I have knew, to prove something now. Yeah. yeah, and then the thing is, is like some people you'll know early on if you're cut off for school or not. You know what I mean? And I wasn't cut off for school. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I had. I when did you realize that? Oh, in kindergarten. No, really, Pick me out. In kindergarten, I was Ma. that student. I was that student. Who all the nurses want to put on, on medication? You know what I mean. I was always <laughs> in the principal's office. You That's know what I mean. Yeah, it, it, no, I, I was that kid who ditched school, and I, I'm just being honest. You mm. know what I mean. I used to ditch class all the time. I don't know how I graduated. You know what I mean. I don't know how I graduated high school because I was just such a slacker. You know. Yeah. And I went to college. Uh, I went to community, and I had I think about about forty credits. And I remember when I was transferring to UTEP, uh, and I remember I was going to sign the paper to get out. Uh, alone out, and I remember thinking, I was like, dude, like, I want credits, you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> like, I, was do like I really want this. I, I, look, I was like, I was like, I want to start a business, but I'm about to get a borrow money to get a degree, so you don't need a degree to start a business. You, know, right. you don't need a degree to start a business, all you need is money. Yeah, nobody goes, and I've always yeah. said that too, like, nobody knocks at your successful business door yeah. and says, hey, where's your degree? Yeah, really no, quick, no. I know you're making a lot of money. Yeah, I do, no, no. yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is like, you don't need. Right. You know, a degree to, to start a business. So it's like, I'm about to get in debt to get a degree that I don't need a degree in. You know what I mean? In the field that I will, what I want to pursue. Right. So that's when I was like, no. <laughs> I remember so dropping, I was like, no. And either way, I remember I would get homework and I wouldn't do my homework. You know, even in college, you would have been like, you know, so many chapters, I would read the first page, like, do it, I can't do this. You know what I mean? Isn't it crazy that, like, I, I'd say, like, probably 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, those kids, because mm-hmm. I was like that too, like, fuck school, bro. Like, yeah. I hated school. And I still went to school. To college, yeah. and but it was more for my family. You know? Yeah. Um, but nowadays, like in 2018, those kind of kids are like, the motherfucker is selling shoes and yeah. making twenty dollars per pair. He's the next freaking billionaire. You know? Yeah. It's because I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I think maybe, maybe 20 years ago, you know, having a degree, you know, would would have been a determining factor if you were going to be successful. But yeah. now, in certain fields too. Yeah, I mean, certain fields you need you need school, and we've mentioned this. Like, yeah, but time. now with social media, you will find these like, you know, drug addict kids who are loudmouths and they have millions of followers and they're making more money than doctors. Yeah, over social media, catch me outside, girl. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so you know what I mean? Um, I don't think that it's it, it is what it used to be, you know. Yeah. And so that's what, and I realized that, you know, I was like, I'm going to school. I'm not cut off for school. And I'm not going to get the lifestyle that I'm pursuing, that I want to live with a degree in business. You know what I mean? I just, I knew I wasn't. You know, and either way, I just, I just, I was like, I got to, you know, that's when I said that I was going to, you know, pursue. I was going to make it one way. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like you want to have a skyscraper, but you have a lot. And you have no tools. You have nothing. You're you like, okay, I want to just this stop. foundation yeah. has to be built, but you just know you need a foundation. Yeah, exactly. And so... Anyway, so going back to what I was saying with the clothing, after uh, after people started buying them, that's when I was able to invest. I started making leggings, started making hats, I started making all kinds of. You started diversifying. Yeah, and I started making gym bags, and eventually I had enough money to invest into a protein. That's the first thing I did. I started with protein. 
So what is that process like? Because that sounds like you need to be like FDA. Yeah. Have a yeah. warehouse somewhere. Yeah, I mean. Okay, but okay. So like the first supplement, the first shot that I wanted supplements, uh, I tried doing it the cheap way. So in other words, you can get supplements that are already made, and they'll just send them to you. You just put a label on. Oh, so, oh, so like black, yeah, black, black yeah, it's a black sticker, it. yeah, and it's that's your brand, and that was the first time. <laughs> it, it was a cheap way, is what I could afford at the time. I was like, yeah. all right, let's do it. And I got so this was your first product. Well, the, the first test. Okay. You know what I mean? And when I tasted the pre-workout, the pre-workout was terrible. The taste was horrible. The protein was clump. I took the pre-workout and it didn't hit me. I was like, dude, like there's nothing here. You know what I mean? Like. And that's what I, like, I, I can't put my label on this. You know, did you, know. at, that, at that moment, did you already order like a shitload of... Uh, I had ordered an intro, yeah. Okay. It was maybe like, it wasn't too much. Because, I mean, since it's, since it's not really your brand, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like a label is brand new to me, you want it. Yeah. The minimums are like huge, you know what I mean? Okay. So I was maybe like $1,000 worth of supplements. But they were garbage. They were all garbage. And I was like, dude, I can't put my name on this. I was like, people are going to try it one time and never try it again. Not even in the next yeah, couple. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, all that product, I threw it away. It, it was garbage. It was literally garbage. And I was completely like, so I was so it. excited. You really dumped it? You know, yeah, because I wasn't going to sell that. Yeah. There's, there's no way I was going to sell that to people. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I took it and I was like, oh, this is horrible. It tasted horrible. It clumped. It didn't perform. And I was like, there's no way I can put my name on this and actually produce it. You know what I mean? People were going to try it one time and never going really to come back. And then the words would go, I'll do this supplement suck. That and, and, that, and that type of word of mouth is the worst. Yeah, it's the worst, especially yeah. because, I mean, the first impression really is, you know, I mean, it's everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you try a product for the first time, that first workout, the first initial workout, if you don't absolutely love it, you know what I mean? It's not going to be, you know what I mean? It's not It's not going to hit. Mm. And I hated it. So if I hated it, I can imagine everyone else was going to hate it. So I was completely heartbroken. I was like, oh, yeah. this sucks, you know? So um, that I think too is kind of like a pivoting point in maybe your life because maybe somebody that only had those thousand dollars to buy that supplement mm-hmm. and, and make money off of it, they probably would have said, "Fuck it, let and me just make my money and then I'll I'll try and get better later." Yeah. But you you said yeah, I said there was no way. I mean, I understood that. You know what I mean? If I would have produced that and put my name on it, people were never going to trust my name. You know what I mean? So what was that next step? So I went back to Southern Philly. You know what I mean? I continued with the tank tops, mm-hmm. kept growing that, and I was doing decent. But uh, but then uh, I actually contacted, you know, uh, I got a really good chemist, the formulator, who made me some really strong formulas, and uh, he wasn't afraid to make them potent. You know what I mean? He was like, how strong? And I was like, just strong. You know what I mean? Just, I want, I, feel yeah, I, I want this to feel like someone just kicked you in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> and sure enough, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I don't want to go into too much detail, you know what I mean? But... I got a really good team. Let's put it that way. You know what cool. I mean? um, so obviously the minimums were a lot higher because I had to you know, get the raw materials, you know, myself. Because when you get it from a company that already has, you know, product made, a lot of times, uh, what's it called? Um, um, you don't know what you're taking. You know what I mean? Because you don't know what's in it. But when you purchase the raw, when you know exactly what's going in it, the product's pure. So right. all these raw materials. I mean, China is the biggest raw material that you in the world. You can literally order anything in China. You know, in raw material, in kilos. So depending, let's say that you wanted better alanine, they'll say the minimum is 15 kilos. You know what I mean? So out of every, every out of every ingredient, there's a minimum kilos you need to use, and then out of that, you get you know whatever. Let's say a thousand units. Right. And then um, I created my own labels. All my labels that you see, I don't have products right now, but all my labels, those are all my ideas. You know what I mean? I, I 
created all the labels I have. Yeah, I see. I, I've seen it, and and it's just it's really cool. I think even just the brand name. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's something that just like yeah. it catches your eye, yeah. and on your clothing too. I remember I actually was on social, yeah, on Instagram when I think you had started this. Yeah. So I used to see a lot of people at the gym wearing your clothes. Mm. I used to see them all rocking your clothes, like a shitload of people. Yeah. And it was spreading like wildfire. Like yeah. everybody was like wearing your clothes. Everybody was trying to look for those shirts. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah. Now, so. and, 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 and I can tell you, I, I think what it was was like, I hit it at a perfect time. Because there was, no one was doing that at the time. You know what I mean? I, I, I can be kind of bold and say that I was the first one in El Paso. You know, I can say at least one of them. I, I really think I was the first one. I'm not gonna lie. I, I can honestly, I would be lying if I said that I, that I didn't think I was the first one. And if he wasn't, message us. <laughs> right. <wherever. laughs> but I remember that that's why it, it, it hit off like that. You know, and then eventually. You hit that land grab. You yeah. Had, you had that land grab. And right now, I still think we have it. Uh, we talk about it a lot, but on social media, it's just so cheap to even market mm-hmm. a freaking ad. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, that's, and then that's another thing that uh, contributes to, I guess, uh, I guess my success is that I run everything. You know, I, I, I pretty much made my labels. I designed pretty much everything. You know what I mean? Everything's my ideas. Yeah, I have no middlemen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everything that I do is on social media, which is free. You know what I mean? I, I, there's well, no overhead. There's no overhead. You know what I mean? So and you have no, websites. you don't have actual stores. I do. Or I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. But it's minimum. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't, it's not like, you know, you know, a bar that has like 15 employees. You know what I mean? They have, you know, music, DJs, and they have, you know, utilities, and liquor, and, and people stealing, you know what I mean? Because a lot of bartenders don't even charge sometimes, or, or, Who or, 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 or sometimes they wouldn't even key in, and they're just yeah, pocketing yeah. the cash, and so there's a lot of, like, money going all over the place, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then on top of that, there's always, like, four orders for one bar, you know what I mean? <laughs> and me, on the other, I mean, I might work harder, but I run everything on my own, right. you know what I mean? Which I think in the beginning, because you're still, yeah, considerably, when, like, if you look at a time perspective, for business just starting, mm-hmm. you just started in 2014, 2013, getting into Well, 2015 it. started the supplements. 2014 was the clothing. It's three years. Yeah. This, like is, beginning, this is the beginning of my first year. You're still fresh, you know? Yeah. And you're oh, still yeah. seeing, you're, you, you, I feel like you've already caught where you need to go in the yeah. direction that you need yeah, to go. Yeah, no, it's growing right now mm-hmm. at, a, like in the, at a, just a crazy rate. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, compared to last year, we're shipping almost three times as many packages yeah. in one year. What do you feel has contributed to that growth? I think it's just the word of mouth. It's just, yeah. it's just people are discovering it. I really believe that my brand is a sleeping giant. You know what I mean? And people are starting to better discover it. You know? And so uh, it's actually spreading. I'm having people, I mean, I'm t- I mean, I've shipped international orders. Okay, I've shipped to France. I've shipped to Guatemala, Brazil. I've shipped to Norway. I've shipped That's to uh, Germany. I've shipped all kinds of places. And then, you know, military bases all over the world and all across the United States. I can tell you I probably ship to every single state of the U.S. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and that that just says a lot, especially in three years. Yeah, yeah, it's that. growing and it's just growing more and more and more. Each month, you know what I mean, uh, It's I'm just like getting more packages and just tripping out. But, um, and then going on and, 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 uh, and into the name, the juice up name actually. Yeah, so talk about that. Yeah. Because the brand, the brand, the name and the brand itself and the way you kind of put it on the clothes and, yeah. and, and even on your product, I mean, yeah. it just stands out, it pops out. Yeah, right? it, it used to actually be spelled juice up, you know what I mean, like actually so juice, juice up. up. And just the reason why I called it that was like suit up, so juice up, you know what I mean? Okay. And then plus, you know, I mean, it was, just, like I said, I was very one directional with my thinking at the time. 
you know so i would yeah, but it's, it, it's like, like i'm not gonna change it yeah, yeah, it was so, so, so it was like shoot up you know what i mean but i didn't really realize at the time that not everyone's gonna want to walk around so it says you know you, you know shoot up steroids <laughs> yeah. so when i trademarked it uh my contracting attorney kind of told me that yo somebody else already owns that name you're gonna have to change the name of your shoot company. up it, juice up juice up they're like you're gonna have to change the name of your company i was like I've been printing these shirts. I already have like you know a thousand shirts you know out there with this name on them. You know, I can't change it. So what I did, I substituted the U the V's. So legally, it's Holy spelled shit. totally different words. So it's it's really it's yeah it's, it's really juice up. J Vice. Yeah, so so it's really juice up. But when I trademarked it, I couldn't own that. So legally, all I did is just put use for V's with use, and so it was a totally different word. I was able to trade it. Still looks the fucking same. Yeah, yeah so it looks the same. So, like I said, it was a blessing in disguise because all of a sudden it kind of gave it like an abstract look. You know yeah, I mean? definitely. People didn't know what it was. People were looking at it like, what is that? You know? And then um, I used to have. Made people ask questions. Bro. I used to have 2014 on my shirts. It would say Juice Up 2014 because that's when I started the Kobe. But then I thought about it. I was like, 2014? I was like, what's going to happen? It's 2015. <laughs> you know what I mean? People were walking around with their shirts. <laughs> so, then what I did, I switched 2014. I made it to Roman Numerals. And that's how you got that. Okay. See, so if you look at it, the original would have been 2014. We just, we just decoded yeah. Jerry's arm. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's what that stands for. And most people would be like, you know, would look at it like, what does that mean? Or like, what is so that? This is 2014. 2014. And then juice up. Juice up. Like literally juice up. But it's well, that's what people like J V P of MXIV. You know. So that's that's yeah. fucking badass though. Yeah, that, there's like some psychology behind that too because people are now like. JV. Like, JV, I asked yeah. you in the, in the yeah, beginning, no, no. like, hey, I mean, should I say this or yeah, this? And you're yeah. like, I'm matter. telling you, people are completely, uh, what is it, uh, clueless to what it is. You know what I mean? They don't know what it stands for, you know? And so, like, it really gave it, you know, it, it, I guess it sparked curiosity. You know what I mean? Right. So, it actually brings attention to it. So, like I said, it was a blessing in disguise. I was really upset at first, you know? But then it all worked out. That's cool. Yeah. That, that's a badass story, man. And your success and the growth that you've had. It's really cool to see, mm-hmm. even though, I mean, I've only noticed from the sidelines, you know, I've been watching yeah. the sidelines, and just from pretty much like, you know, yeah, no. page and... I think in 2014, if I remember correctly, I'd have to look in the Philippines, but I think for 2014, when I started with Kobe, I think for the entire year, the entire year of 2014, I think I made like 19,000, which is like less than minimal, you know what I mean, like 18, yeah. 17, it was, something, yeah. it, was, it was really low. And then, well, I went you from, were let's clarify not because you were losing money but just because you I were spending everything giving, back giving it away giving it away giving it away and uh and the, well i mean it was the beginning you know, yeah. what I mean? you know and that's it, crazy because you figured out the micro versus macro mm-hmm. micro where you said right now somebody could have just started selling the shirts mm-hmm. for 10 bucks and struggled because a lot of people wouldn't have bought the shirt yeah but giving it away Shouting people out um, or just wearing it mm-hmm. sparked that fucking yeah, it, it started that and it, that macro. Whether you knew it those two months in that you felt stupid or not, yeah. that macro was kind of unfolding itself. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, so like I was saying, uh, like I said, for 2014, I think the entire year, like I said, it was like 17,000. Right now, I mean, like 60,000 a month revenue. You know what I mean? So I went from 12,000 a year to 60,000. You're growing. You know what I mean? I went from yeah. 12,000, I mean, from 7, a year to like, I think like, I think my highest week this month was like 15,000. You know what I mean? So what I did in one year, when I first started living in one week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And compared to last year, my best week last year would have been like 7,000. So we had like a 40, 50% growth from one year to right. the other. 
So if we continue the same pace, you know what I mean? By the year 2021, 2022, if the brand really like hits and it starts to really go viral, you know what I mean? It could be, yeah. it could be yeah. huge. You know, that's yeah. why I'd say that I believe it's a sleeping giant. And people are barely starting to like know what it is. Well, numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I've been in sales for, for a minute. So as a business owner, how important do you think it is to know your numbers? I see your Instagram. Yeah, I'm and if always. you, yeah, bro, if, if you guys need to follow. Where, where can we follow you on Instagram, real it's quick, uh, for the viewers? VP or it's Jvice underscore, underscore VP. So, you guys follow him. Check out his his uh, little stories yeah. on his main page. And there's on the second one, you're breaking down numbers. You're, yeah. you're talking about business. Yeah. You're talking about shit that you know people don't and understand yeah. or don't don't even know anything about but you're breaking it down for people yeah. on month over month year over year yeah. we did this and this is what we mm-hmm. our volume went down over here but mm-hmm. the amount per order went up so to know your numbers how important is that in starting a business and continuing I think it's great I mean you have to know how much you're growing you know and then also I think that I do it for marketing mainly you know because people are interested in that yeah you know and then when you let people in like that uh, I actually have people who are interested in that they watch my story just to keep up with it. You know what I mean? Just to see the, just just to see the growth and they're like, wow, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I really like to interact a lot with my audience, you know what I mean? With everything when it comes to uh, feedback or even just in sales, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell people, you know, this month we are like, you know, 100 packages away from breaking a record. Come on, guys. You know what I mean? So I'm pretty nervous. You know, but yeah, I really like to, uh, I'm real open about that, you know, because I don't have anything to hide. Right. You know what I mean? Numbers don't lie. You know what I mean? And like I said, you know, the growth is there. Yeah. And so, I mean, it just, I mean, hope, I mean, I pray to God that it continues. I do. I believe it is. You know, it's going to continue. But if it continues at this pace that it is, like I said, it wouldn't be too long before, you know, Juicer becomes a big brand. Yeah. Only a matter of time. Yeah. You know? That's, 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 that's insane, bro. You've really accomplished a lot in the three years. Yeah. You've been doing it. Yeah. Um, and, well, actually, you know, I, I mean, I guess, I'm sorry. Uh, no, good job. No, no, you're good. This is uh, your this podcast. Is, this is, I had a thought. This came because I break. We kind of straight away from I'm just here for the whiskey, bro. This <laughs> is your podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, like I said, when I had that, um, that uh, what is it? That first brand, when I had made those first supplements that were just terrible, um, I had gone back to the drawing board. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm thirsty. You know, there you go. See, you doing your water, I'm like, yeah. No, and then I'm going to the gym from here. So, yeah, are you? Yeah, okay. I, I, have, I have lakes tonight. So, oh, yeah, there's no way I can have lakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no thanks. But, um, what was it saying? Oh, no, yeah. So, then, like I said, I have, I have a really good team. You know, and maybe when, you know, my brand, you know, goes big, I'll, I'll, I'll be more open. You know, with them, you know what I mean, and I shout them out because I'm very grateful for them. Because <laughs> because, because uh, yeah, well, because they 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 they've been my friends. You know what I mean? They become more than a business partner. They become friends. You know what I mean? And we have a relationship. I have a friendship with these people, and you know they've seen me grow. You know what I mean? And, and then they tell me like, dude, we have a lot of potential. Like right? we are very happy with working with you. But um, like I said, they started making you know pure profit. You know what I mean? Everything that's on, everything was made from the raw material and the supplements are hitting great. The taste, the consistency, like, when you go the cheap route, you're not going to get anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you take the long way around, it might take longer, but if you do things right. Focus on quality. Yeah. Focus oh on the people, God. the consumer. Yeah. That product, when when that first product came in and I opened it, I was like, all right, here we go. I tried that Pruka and just, 
kick me in the face. I was like, all right, let's go. And I hit the gym. <laughs> After that first workout, I was like, that's it. This is it. This is it. You know? And uh, sure enough, you know, everybody who tried it had the same reaction. So then people started talking about it. And I would talk about it a lot, you know what I mean? But when I started using people's actual feedback, and that's what I started used to promote was people's real feedback. Because this is real people, you know? Everything you see on my Instagram, you can't lie. Polls, yeah, they're all screenshots. You could be talking so much. Yeah, it's like, I can see you, your exactly. Business, but when somebody else is saying it, and somebody else is actually saying, saying it, yeah. you got results. Yeah, and then, then all these people are from different parts of the country. You know what I mean? I have no influence. They're not my friends. You know what I mean? These are just people who order from my website. Like, yo, your product is the shit. You know what I mean? And I repost it. That's when people started actually trying it because people doubted me for long. You know what I mean? People doubted it. People thought like, ah, oh, you know. So do you make this yourself? Or you know what I mean? And people were like, <laughs> so where do you live at? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And, and You're at the papa house. You know, right? you know, <laughs> yeah, you know. And so people would uh, actually they, they doubted me for a long time. You know what I mean? I even wanted to take my face off of it for a while because as soon as they associated my face with the product, they just, they just completely they just discredited it. Yeah, they, they just didn't they didn't want to do anything with it. But um, and then also a lot of people, you know, I think eventually I started having people who just didn't want to support. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what do you what do you think about that? Like, what do you what did you feel? You know about what? I had a lot of people making fun out of me. A lot of people like it was. You have to have a tough skin. You know what I mean? People mm -hmm. were always making fun of me. I was always in like the. Uh, the, the El Paso Facebook, what is it, the El Paso Gym Confessions page, people were always making fun of me, you know, people were always making fun of my clothing, my brand, my supplements, but I think when they started seeing that it was actually going somewhere, and that it started blowing up, people started being quiet, and now I have nothing but a lot of, I have a lot of support now, I have a lot of positive feedback, so I think that if you have that tough skin to push through the negativity, mm -hmm. because everything has a small beginning, so if you have the drive to bridge you over the void of a small beginning to get to the other side, that's when the why yeah. for you doing it. Because a lot of people start, you know, but the the small beginning sucks. You know what I mean? You're making no money. You know what I mean? It sucks not to have money. You know what I mean? The right expectations. Yeah, right it, expectations. it it sucks not to be able to buy yourself stuff. It sucks to like you know what I mean that all the money you're getting, the little money you're getting, you just Going over, and, probably, you know? and most of the, most of the time nobody knows it. Yeah, just yeah, it's doing a, it. yeah. People and it's have like, no oh, idea. He's like, yeah. he's making money. He's giving up free shit. Yeah, because everyone was wearing it. Yeah. but they you know buying it, but no, I was giving it away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people thought I was selling it. No, I was just giving it away. You know, and then plus, then you have. But everyone, you weren't really giving it away. You were exchanging. Yeah, it. I was. Yeah, I was building the network. Name. Yeah, exchanging network. Yeah, exchanging. I knew that I had to get people to wear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what I looked for, especially on Instagram, was a really like fit people. You know, uh, with a lot of followers, because people look up. You can, because uh, you can pay for an advertisement on Instagram, and it'd be forced to be on someone's feed. Right. And those somebody that doesn't it, have it, no interest. In. Yeah, and if it's forced, a lot of times it might catch your attention if it's a hit or miss, or they might just scroll through it. Right. But if you get someone that they follow, that they look up to, that they admire, and, and they post a picture, yeah, they're yeah. all of a sudden they'll stop and look at like, okay, maybe this is worth it. You know what I mean? Right. If my uh, you know, my idol's using it, I even use it, you know? And, and, yeah, and, 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 and that's what I started to look for. I started looking for people who had really good physiques, who had really yeah. good followers, and they would put on the clothing, and all of a sudden, you know, people, their followers wanted to, you know, also train with it. Yeah. You focus you know? on influencers. Yeah, and actually, at the beginning, I used to give away, now I don't have to. You know what I mean? Before, I used to give away thousands and thousands of dollars worth of, uh, like, supplements and clothing. I 
I can tell you how hard to give an ultimatum. I do give away to like my close friends, you know what I mean, or to like you know certain girls here in El Paso who have you know a lot of followers. But I don't have to anymore. You know what I mean? I got a palette of uh, of, of products. It was the Miss Bikini. That's my newest pre-workout. In the newest flavor, it's called Cabo Mango. So I kind of started this thing that wherever I go on a vacation, I'm naming, <laughs> I'm naming the flavor after the destination uh-huh. that I go to. You gotta it's, go to, you gotta go to Europe. Yeah, well, yeah, well, Ibiza and Greece were on the list next. <laughs> yeah, so Cabo Mango just came in, and uh, it was the first time I got it on Thursday. By the next Thursday, I had sold out the entire palette. You know what I mean? It was the first time How that many I, had, palette? I had 500. Pounds. Yeah, usually that would last me like a month and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this time it went like, it was a little bit more than a week, but by in one week I was already like, yo, we're out. You <laughs> know, we're going to be out. So I have another palette coming in next week in the same month. So this is going to be the first time that I have two palettes of the same product in the same month. You know what I mean? I've had two products. And they're most likely going to. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to go. You know what I mean? I've had two products, I've had two palettes of different products. You know what I mean? But it's the same product. You've never had to do that. Never, never it was the that. first time. You know, How does that feel? It feels amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it just hit off so great. You know what I mean? And, uh, every day people are just ordering and buying and buying. And it's just crazy. Sometimes I stop to think, I'm like, damn, like, I'm going to run out of people that are using it. But then I hear people DM me from like, you know, just like boys Idaho. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, I just heard about your product. I heard it's badass. I ordered it. I love it. I'm giving it to all my friends. You know what I mean? So it's just it, like you, it's, like you think that you have a lot of people, you haven't even tapped into its potential. You know what I mean? There's sure. millions and millions, There's millions of people, people who still have absolutely no idea right. what my product is. You know what no. I mean? I feel sure. like everyone knows it, but there's millions of people who still don't have never even heard of it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's when I realized that there's, there's, a million, there's, there's a lot of people that haven't even heard of Apple. Yeah, and that's crazy. And that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That just tells that's you, like, okay, uh, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, that just that tells you to the the fucking amount of people yeah. and opportunity the that there grow. is yeah. for people to start a business yeah. and push through that fucking adversity, the yeah. haters, the fucking doubters, yeah. you know? Because whenever, I mean, just, I mean, just like everything, you know, people don't appreciate a small beginning. What they appreciate is the, you know, the, the skyscraper. The you know, rewards. the end, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When they see the end, but they don't realize that that skyscraper at one point was just an empty lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it all starts somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just like yeah. Bill Knight, you know, the CEO of Knight, how he started as a college student. You know, and back then, oh my God, I really admire that guy. Because when I read his story, there was no social media back then. There was no Instagram, no internet, hey, there, there, no, nothing. No, no MySpace? No, 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 no. Uh, 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 Phil Knight, the owner of Nike. Okay, okay. This is back in like Oh, when he made okay. Yeah, I thought when you were reading about No, 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 no. I'm saying when I read how he okay. started his brand. And he would, uh, he ordered, he made shoes in China, and the, the, the original name was Blue Ribbon. I don't know why you thought that was what they called it. For Nike? For Nike, before it was Nike. I didn't and know he that. would drive from college uh, uh, track meet to college track meet. So from city to city, he would set up a tent and he would display his shoes. And that's how he started his brand. So I think about the, term, the, the, the determination that he had. Yeah. It was like so much harder. You know Where what I mean? Nike's at now. Yeah, it's exactly. Fucking- and me, I was complaining at the time when I had all these tools at my disposal. I had social media, I had everything. Bro, we have it so We have it made. If you're not making money, if you're not using the internet to make money, you're missing out you're missing on a out. lot of fucking money. Because business, uh, you can have a multi-million dollar company who has thousands 
of employees who has to pay employee taxes, payroll, insurance, mm-hmm. rent, all, all this kind of overhead. And even though it's a multi-million dollar company, the CEO on the end might be taking home, you know, a million dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you can have a girl with an extremely successful YouTube channel and a camera in her in her garage. And a iPhone. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> making five million dollars a year. And yeah. she is taking home more money than the CEO and of the All she does is wake up, put some makeup on, exactly. and talk. Yeah. So uh, like yeah, so like what I'm saying is like if you're not using the internet to make you money somehow, then you're really losing out. And one thing that I always do, especially when I'm traveling or when I'm on vacations, you know, my website's always popping. You know, and and I'll be spending money on one end and I go check my website and I have like money coming in on the other. So if you don't find a way to make money while you're spending money, you're gonna run out of it. Make more money yeah. than you're spending. Yeah, <laughs> because because in other words, you're gonna run out of money. You know yeah. what I mean? And so and so uh, that's one thing that's awesome about a website is that it's it's open 24 hours. You know, that you put a store here in El Paso and it reaches El Paso in the surrounding area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of people that come to it. You know, and then there's store hours, there's high rent, there's utility, everything. You open a successful website, the people that it can reach is unlimited. You know, the entire world, and it's open 24 hours. Yeah. So when you're asleep, you wake up in the morning, you already have orders from people that have been shopping in, you know, Kuwait or in Afghanistan or yeah. somewhere else. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, internet, uh, the internet is, is where it's at right now. How do you feel? How do you feel? Right now, I feel like you're kind of talking a little bit about financial freedom mm-hmm. too, like figuring out a way to have income yeah. coming in without you having to sacrifice or give your time because mm-hmm. that's really the most valuable thing right so talking about financial freedom for the people listening right yeah that could say because there's always people that can misinterpret or mix what we're trying to say or your story right so for those people that are saying like you know it just, it just has money now and that's it's all about money it's all about money is it really about money or how does that financial i mean obviously you know um being able to buy things is awesome, you know, being able to travel and go to these places and, you know, but money buys your experiences, but uh, to me, it's always just been about my dream. You know, yeah. I've always wanted to, uh, you know, like I said, I've always wanted to own a big brand, a big brand, a big supplement brand. So, um, I think now that I see this actually coming true, you know what I mean? It's like when you, you know, plant the seed, you know, and it might take, you might water it, it takes time and it just kind of, then you see it sprout. You know, and you start seeing it to actually grow yeah, and get bigger. You're not gonna. It's not about the fruit anymore. It's just to like you know that it's growing. You know yeah. what I mean? And you see all your hard work that's actually starting to bear fruit. So then you start working hard and motivates you. Yeah, you start so, watering it. Yeah. So even if I wasn't, let's say, you know, let's say that I wasn't making a whole lot of profit, I would still be working just as hard just to see my company grow. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's always been my dream. So when you start to see your dream actually become a reality. It, it drives you, it motivates you. Right. You have to completely love what you do. Yeah, definitely. You know, so because I mean, I think if you're doing something for money, you know, but if you hate it, it's gonna suck. You know, but if you do something that you love, even if you're not making a whole lot of money, you're gonna love your life. Yeah, it's so, all about being happy. I think at the end of it, you're doing this to be happy. Yeah, you know, to find that happiness, and this is what makes you happy. Yeah, real estate makes makes me, you know, yeah. fucking jolly as fuck. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you gotta do what you love. You know, yeah. so you don't love what you do, then you're, 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 it's just gonna suck. And I love the fitness industry. You know what I mean? I live at the gym. You know, and uh, in a way, I've gotten, you know, I like being sober now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't like drinking anymore, you know. Every once in a while, like I said, I still drink, especially when I go out of town, of course, you know what I mean? But it's not something that I do often. Right. You know, if I slip up, it's like, you're doing something wrong. But yeah, no, it's definitely not. 
No harm, no harm. Yeah. Um, so real quick for, for the people that are viewing um, live on Instagram, Facebook, um, what is probably one of the biggest lessons you've learned in the last three years of starting your business and going through all the stuff, all the adversity? Definitely what I, I mean, I'm just telling you, is just never give up. You know, I actually just posted a story actually a couple of days ago. It was from this weekend actually. But yeah, I mean, I guess I'll build up to it. It's just you don't give up because you never know how close you are to a breakthrough. You know, like I said, when you first start something, you're going to have a lot of people doubting you. You're going to have the small beginnings are hardest, but you just got to work through it, you know. And once you start to work through it, it will start to grow. You know, and once you start seeing, you know, you know, all that work you put in such a bare fruit, it just motivates you to keep going. But uh, I was actually, uh, I was, uh, I was visiting, I was visiting this girl at work uh, this weekend, actually. Uh, and she works at Tiger. Oh, how'd you know? Oh no, I didn't. I said Tiger. Oh, Tiger. Oh, okay. So you said Tiger. What? Oh, you scared me. No. So, 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 anyways, so I was visiting her, and then what ended up happening was that. Uh, this lady came in and she was like an older woman. She like she was like sixteen. She was selling those single roses. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, oh, the blonde lady. Was she? Yeah, blonde yeah. Lady. She's always there. Shout okay, out, shout out to you. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, th- well, there you go. I mean, if she's if she were to hear this, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, um, I saw her and I felt bad for her. I was like, dude, it's lame. Why? Yeah. Why she's I with this big bouquet of flowers. Yeah, she's there every night. I was like, oh, like, that sucks. You know what I mean? She should be at home, you know, resting. So I was like, oh, when she comes to me, I'm gonna buy all of the roses. You know what I mean? I'm just buying them all so she can go home. You know? So I was waiting for her to come, and I saw her going one by one, and everyone just kept saying no, 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 no. And then she got to like where he's at, or maybe about a little bit further back. And I saw her make eye contact with me. She looked at me. And she turned around and she walked away. She and, said no. And I was like, lady, I was like, yo, like I wanted to call her. I wanted to call her back because I was gonna buy all of them just so she could go home. You know? And then she just walked away. You know, and to me, that was like a perfect example of it reminded me of like, how many times has people been so close to a breakthrough? How many times have you been so close yeah. to actually making it and then you just give up at the last moment? Yeah, because you know, if, if she would have just walked, you know, 10 more feet, I was going to take all of you. She just know? finished asking everybody. But yeah, you know? and she looked at me and then she's like, oh, he's probably going to walk away. You know? That's fucking deep. So to me, that was like, uh, yeah, when I saw her, I was like, wow. And I actually posted that on my Instagram. I talked about it. You know, because it really reminded me of me. Also, mm-hmm. when I first started, because there's so many times where I wanted to quit. Yeah. You know, when I first started with the clothing, when I first started with the stuff, I mean, I mean when I started, was printing on the shirts, you know, I always doubted myself. You know what I mean? Like I said, I mean, it was a small beginning. You know what right. I mean? No one knew of my brand. I was like, who's going to want to wear it? And I think, I, I think as a startup, too, people don't look at your product. They don't respect like you. They're yeah. looking at, like, no. oh, well, I saw you at that one party. Yeah, no, yeah. You, you know? And they just don't respect you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They have no respect for you because you haven't, you know, earned any oh. respect. You know what I mean? And, uh, and especially when you're not making any money and all the money that you are, the little money you are making, you're giving it away, it's very discouraging. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very discouraging. And so there's a lot of times where I really thought about quitting. You know what I mean? And I would think, and I was like, God, am I, am I ever going to do anything with this? Like, is this ever going to go anywhere? Is this ever going to catch on? Like, what if it doesn't catch on? What if, like, oh, this is pointless? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you got to, like, shut all that, all those thoughts up. And all the just, doubt. Yeah, you know, right? just all the doubt. All you got to just, just go balls out. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what it is, what you do in life. As long as you devote yourself to the perfection of it, you know what I mean. Yeah, if you definitely. cut hair, 
You know what I mean? Be Just go be the best at what, be the best at it. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a person out there who's a millionaire out of picking up people's trash. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. who started coming picking up trash and now he has all kinds of trash cans and rents out bins and everything. You know, and the same thing with Barbara. If you're a barber, you're a badass barber, you build up your clientele, you start your own brand, you know, before you know you're gonna you know, it doesn't matter what it is that you do as long as you do it that you're the best at it. Yeah. And that's what I did. I just devoted myself. I said, all right, you know what? I don't have no safety net. I have no college degree. I'm not doing anything. I just got to devote myself 100% to it. Right. And so I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing to where it's at now. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I, I've talked about a trend that we've seen on Whiskey Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This is our 10th episode. Um, but every single person that's been on the podcast has, you know, I, I always ask that same question. Every single person that said that same thing. Because everybody's gone through that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Every single successful person in, in somebody's eyes has had to go through all the no's and the doubt and the failures and the, the fucking long nights thinking, what oh, the yeah. fuck I, am I, I doing right oh now? Oh my god, I used to take, I, yeah, I would spend sleepless nights just yeah. wondering if I was ever gonna do anything, you know what I mean? I, I, I used to worry about my future, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then I had a criminal record, I have a criminal record. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, even my lawyer, after my case was closed, asked me, he's like, like, do you have a job right now? And you know, I was like, why? He goes, do you have? Are you going to college? I was like, well, no. He's like, well, it doesn't matter anymore. He goes, just on your record. He's like, you've been with the college degree. You have a very hard time getting a job. You know, my lawyer told me he should. And he was, he's a cool guy. His name's uh, Derek White. Derek White. Oh, Wyatt. Yeah, Derek, yeah, yeah. Derek White. He's really cool. I like that guy. And so, and so, and he, and he was just, you know, he just kind of told me. He's like, look, if you're going to don't college, don't even go to college. college. Yeah, like, <laughs> save yourself some debt. Yeah, no. He pretty much told me, goes, even if you go to college with your record right now, you're not gonna you get a job. You can be a fucking doctor. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, Damn. you're not gonna get a. You're not gonna. So that, that that's still even more. more yeah, it was more motivation. Right? I was like, God, I, I'm telling you, I had no safety net, I had no college, I had a criminal record, you know, and I had nothing going for me at the time, and then that's why I was like, you know, I just gotta go balls out. You just went all in. All, all in. Just yeah, we just went all in. in. I had that's nothing. that's the most like I think that's where that's what sep- that's what makes all these people that are successful mm-hmm. the you know the guy from Nike and. Apple, everybody, yeah. everybody that's built these big brands, it's going all in. Even when there's no fucking money coming in. Even yeah. when people are down you, people are talking shit. It's just like when you're at the bottom, you know what I mean? And there's, you have nowhere else to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's you're no at the bottom. Option. Yeah, you're already at the yeah. bottom. So it's like, you know, the only way is up. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, yeah. so you just got to crawl your way out, you know? And so I think that, uh, when you start something from the beginning, like, I mean, I can honestly tell you that I started Juice Up from scratch, you know? I, I Juice Up was literally a tumbling thought through my mind at one point. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, before it was a drawing on the paper, it was just, a, it, it was, was just, a, it was in my imagination, yeah. you know? It was just something that I would daydream about, you know what I mean? Thinking like, man, one day it'd be great if I own a, you know, a company, if I own my own brand, if I have my own brand of supplements, if I could ship all over the world, I could ship all over the United States, if I had people from different states taking it, it was all in my imagination. But it's so much more satisfying when you actually build it yourself mm-hmm. than when you have someone come and give you the money to do it. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? But when you're there, you wish you had someone to come give you the money. You know what I mean? There was so much you're looking for the easy way yeah, out. Yeah. Then you make it. And you're like, like, it was I'm so much so better. fucking yeah. happy that I had to struggle. Yeah, one thing that I used to always think about was like, God, man, I wish that uh, someone would just come and give me a million dollars so I could start my brand or someone would just give me a hundred thousand. How fucking likely is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ever yeah. And that's all you're wishing for. Yeah. You know, it's not, it seems so like what you would want. But when you go through the hard work and the tears and those sleepless nights and all the, you know, mocking and all that, 
and you make it up to the other end, and you actually start seeing the light in the tunnel. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is so much more satisfying. You go and you buy yourself your first, you know, hundred forty thousand dollar car. You know what I mean? And you and you come out with your own car, and like this is your car. You bought it, no one co-signed. Yeah. This is your money. You know what I mean? You had no credit. Or you're like, you know, I had no <laughs> credit. I couldn't even get a three dollar credit card. And all of a sudden, I'm over here signing for a hundred forty thousand dollar card. You know what I mean? I so you know, all that is actually really satisfying. Yeah. You know, and then when you start, one thing was when I was a kid. Uh, you know, um, my dad worked really hard too. You know what I mean? But when we were, I grew up. Uh, you know, pretty. I guess I don't want to say poor, but just lower income. You know what I mean? And I remember growing up as a kid, you know, uh, my dad, you know, he did what he could for us, you know what I mean? But, you know, I never went shopping. Like, I went shopping twice a year, which was at Christmas in the beginning of school year. Mm-hmm. And I would wear my yeah. shoes that were ripped, you know what I mean? Yeah, I wore like, the same shirt, you know? But, but the thing is, is, like, when you're a kid, you don't know that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I never went on vacations. We never went, and no Disneyland, none of that, you know? And, uh, uh, and then now that I actually get to travel and I get to buy myself clothes and go to these places, like, I'm really taking advantage of it. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. really enjoying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you yeah. worked hard for it. You know? Yeah, and, and, I mean, and, I mean, even my dad's still like, like, he's like, you spend so much money on traveling. You know, you take so many vacations. They're like, you want to like? I was like, no. You know what? What's the point of me having two hundred thousand dollars and then I die in the states? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the point of that? And here's, you know, I want to. Yeah, no, I want to go to the grave with experiences. I don't want to go yeah. to the grave with money in the grave. Yeah, because you know all you have at the end, I mean. I mean, because fucking moments, bro. Moments yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it's it's how they say. You know, it's not it's not the years in your life. It's the life in your years. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, yeah, I guess you know when you think about it, you know, being a more responsible, more of a you know, I guess a smart perspective. The smart thing would be to save money and invest. You know what I mean? But I've enjoyed it everywhere that I've gone. Yeah. All the things that I've seen. You know what I mean? I wouldn't trade those memories for anything. You know, and if you blow money, you make more. You know, that's what it's for. Work harder, yeah. Work harder, keep growing, keep growing. You know, and I really feel like I said, I keep saying over and over and over again. I know that I know, because faith is believing and speaking things that have not come to pass. You know what I mean? And I really believe in the law of attraction. I really believe that what you speak over your life is what's going to come. Definitely. If you tell yourself that you're a failure, you tell yourself you're not going to do anything, you're not going to do anything. That's that's your narrative. Yeah, but you could be at the bottom, and if you, and I'm not saying to be a douchebag. And get on Instagram and post pictures of Lamborghini, oh, 2019 Lamborghini, you know what I mean? Or yeah. pictures of mansions, you know? You don't have to, but if you speak it in your, to yourself and you believe it to yourself, and you actually believe it, you're gonna, you you will get there yeah, eventually. Yeah. You know, you're going to work towards that. And I know for a fact that my brand is going to be a big factor. I know. I, I just know. You know, and God has blessed me a lot. He's opened so many doors for me, you know? People always congratulate me. Oh, congrats, congrats. But it's like, you know what? You know, yeah, I put in the work. But God's the ones, you know, behind the scenes pulling all the strings. You know what I mean? And I always tell people, if I hadn't gone to church that day, that when we started this podcast, if I hadn't gone to church that day, I, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. You know, I'd probably you be, some, still I'd be some lunatic. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? I'd the same routine. Yeah, I'd be 130 pounds, you know, drunk, drug addict. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always give God the credit for that. Always, always, always. Because if it wasn't for me going to church that day, my life would never change. What, um, what message would you would you say or give to somebody watching, listening, um, kind of going through that same point in their life. Because I think, I mean, I've actually gone through that, you know? Mm-hmm. I think everybody does. I think yeah. everybody goes through that point where you are caught up. You're caught, you're caught the fuck up in some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to get out. 
And even the thought of getting out is, is just impossible, you know? So somebody that is going through the depression or through drugs or through just something, a, a, sort, a certain routine <coughs> that they know is toxic, but they're still in and they can't get out of it. You know, the only thing that I can tell them, because it's what worked for me, is seek God. You yeah. know, bottom line. You know, because I had tried myself over and over and over and over countless times. I would tell myself, I'm not going to do coke this weekend. I'm not going to roll. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to drink it. It was just a total failure. I just could not stop. You know what I mean? I was there at 7 in the morning, you know, leaving the strip club all wired, coming to do more coke in my room. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just horrible, you know? And, and like I said, the thing about that is that lifestyle is that it's sweet. But when you stay in it for too long enough, it turns bitter in your mouth. By the time it turns bitter in your mouth, it's too late. Yeah. When you don't like it anymore, that's when you, you're it's hooked. too late, you're hooked. You're and, and a lot of times it's not that you're addicted like to where you can't like stop because you start shaking, but you get addicted to a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden you start, you start craving it. More yeah, more. and then you, you don't know anything else, you know? And then um, when things start falling apart around you, it almost seems impossible to get out. You know what I mean? Like I told you, like I was going through two courses. I mean, I was going to two, 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 two cases, you know, and uh, I, it, it had nothing going for me. You know what I mean? And it just depresses you more. You know what I mean? And uh, and so, and like I said, I tried myself countless times to change and I couldn't. You know, so if someone is going through that, the best thing I can tell them is, you know, because it worked for me and it worked for anyone. You know what I mean? Is go to church. You know, like, if it wasn't for me becoming a Christian in the first place, or for seeking God, I would not be here. I know that I'd still be out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no doubt. That's, that's powerful, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like I said, I've, I've gone through that. I think what I did to kind of get through it was, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I think over time, I was just something that I kind of faded away into, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I kind of just got over. I think but, it also depends on people's personalities. Yeah. For me, if people know me, pers- like people who know me personally, who know me like really good, know that, um, what's it called, that I have an addictive personality. You know what I mean? Uh, if you keep up with my Instagram stories, uh, my car is, I drive them really fast. <laughs> I saw that. I drive really fast. You're racing clear Yeah, I, if I have a car. So what do you, what do you drive? What do you drive? If you want to share it with uh, Mainly my GTR. GTR. That's my baby. And then I have my Corvette that was pro-charged. I, I put about $25,000 into building that Corvette engine. So that Corvette has a lot of power. But the what, GTR. What, how many horses are uh, I mean, the crank is about 700. You know what I mean? And the GTR is about 700 too. But the GTR is a lot faster. I can explain that in more. I guess the way the car is built. But I just love the GTR. But I mean, I'm always driving really fast. So if I have a fast car, I'm gonna drive as fast as I can. If I drink, I'm gonna drink till I pass out. You know what I mean? Whatever it is that I do, I, I mean, you're just not all in type of Yeah, guy. I go all in. Like there's no like, you know what I mean? The speedometer goes to 180. Yeah, I have to go to one fucking 80. Yeah, that's just the yeah. type of person that I am. If I like somebody, if I like something, I pursue it. Yeah. You know, that's how I am. Like if I like, I mean, and even with people, you know what I mean? Or even like if I, if I like a girl. I'll pursue the girl till she becomes mine. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I am, you know. Or you know, um, I just I just go after things that I like, and when I like something, I latch onto it. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, it's it could be a good thing and a bad thing when it comes to substances. I just I won't let go of something. You know right. I mean? And I have a very addictive personality. So you know, some people don't. You know what I mean? So I mean, I'm I mean, there's some people who can do drugs and stuff like that, and they can quit. Yeah, I've heard people yeah. going cold turkey. They're just like. You know, some people can. Some people can. So I know? actually went cold turkey. Not yeah. cold turkey so much, but I stopped eating meat. Okay. Yeah, I fucking yeah. did that shit like within two weeks, three yeah. weeks, you know? But some people, yeah, some people can do it, some people can't. Mm-hmm. I know people that have been just trying to get away from chicken for like three years. But it's just one of the animals that you're eating. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's crazy. So um, right now we're live, and I think we have some questions, right? Yeah, we do. We have some questions for Jerry. You did answer a good amount. Like a lot of people wanted to know how you started, and mm-hmm. you answered that. Um, I think one of the only other different uh, questions that I saw here was if you have any investors. I do not. That's one thing that I've always been against, 100%. You know, uh, I built this brand by myself. You know what I mean? And I'm very, very, very particular with the way that I like to do things. I'm very particular. Everything you see in my branding is 100% me. The wording, the pictures, the colors, everything from head to toe is all my ideas. And I don't like people being able to tell me or give me their... I, I, I appreciate people's input, but I don't like people being able to tell me we should do this, we should do that. Because I've had a lot of people approach me trying to invest. You know, the media people who are wealthy, mm-hmm. who have thrown numbers at me that are some, you know, they're appealing. But when I start talking to them and they're like, we should do this with the brand, we should do that. I'm like, no, there's no way. You know what I mean? Because I, I like to do, I, I run my brand the way that I want. You know what I mean? So I would never be able to take someone's money and then be able, even if they're a hands-off investor, I would never want to be able to have someone else own part of my brand. You know what I mean? And I, quite frankly, I don't believe that I need it. Uh, I think that if I were to take an investor, it'd be obviously like, a, I don't want to call it a shortcut, but it'd be obviously quicker just to right. get me to where I'm already going. But I know I'm going to get there eventually. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't <coughs> take investors. And I don't ever plan on going public, you know, where people can own stocks. Stock. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, just like with, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Steve Jobs. When he started, and he owned Apple, you know, when once he went public, they kicked him out of his own brand. Yeah. Imagine you, you imagine Apple, and it becomes this huge. This entire fucking thing. Yeah, it's a multi-billion dollar company, it. and then just take it away from you, your own company. Right. I would never want to be put in that situation. Yeah. How, no. how old were you when you got started? I was uh, 24. 24 when I started. I'm 28, so yeah. Who has, who has that? Um, Peter. Peter legit. Peter legit. That was twenty four. Do you think? Do you think kind of tying into that question? Do you think it's ever too late to start? No, it's never too late. But the sooner that you start, the better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the sooner you start, the younger you get to enjoy it. The you best. Know? The best time to plant a tree is twenty five years ago. Yeah, because like I mean, I imagine if I had just stopped partying and wasting so much money on drinking and doing all that nonsense, you know, because mm. it literally accumulates nothing. It amounts to nothing. You know what I mean? It doesn't. If I had started this when I was at the age of 20, you know what I mean? And I and let's say my brand would have already been growing there by the time Instagram hit, it would have just hit a new level. Who knows right. where I'd be right now? Right. You know what I mean? So you know, you're, you're never too late to start. But the younger you start, the better. You know, the younger you get to enjoy, you know, you know, the you know, you know, the fruit that bears from the work you put in. Yeah. And I think too, even it doesn't even matter how young you start sometimes because you can start at 19 and have 10 years of lessons and learning mm-hmm. compared to somebody that starts at 26 and then is successful in two years, three years. Yeah. Because they, they're just at a different mentality. Yeah, I mean, I mean that can happen, you know what I mean? But, I mean, one thing that I can tell you is that business takes time, you know what I mean? And it comes with any company, you know what I mean? With any, any, any brand, you know, the first year is going to be the hardest, you know. Uh, of course, some people are more business savvy, you know what I mean? Some people are smarter than other people. You, know I mean? mm-hmm. you can have, you know, just like a, a perfect example is, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the, you know, how McDonald's started, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The McDonald's brothers, yeah. you know what I mean? They own one McDonald's, you know, and they were very successful at it, but they were close-minded. Yeah. And it was outsider came in and he saw it and go, I could do something like, huge with this. 
and, and, and what do you do? You know what I mean? So you have two people, and you know one has a, a, you know is more business minded. And what do you do? He eventually took the brand away from them. But where do you take the dollars? If he had never come, we probably would have never tasted McDonald's. Nobody. Nobody would have known McDonald's. Yeah, unless you were there, yeah, you were there living there. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, it all depends on the person too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, not everyone is cut out for it. You know, just like how not everyone's cut out for school. You know, not everyone can go to a school and become a doctor. You right. know, you, you, you have certain gifts. And so I think the thing is, is that people need to realize what their gifts are. And instead of following other people just because they're being successful at something, right. you need to find what they're gifted at. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just because I see someone being, you know, really successful at being a barber does not mean that I'm going to go and start cutting hair. You know what right. I mean? Because that's not, that might not be my gift. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I always have people sometimes DM me asking me if they want to start a brand of supplements. And uh, I go through their photos and they don't even work out. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, you you want to do something you see someone else be successful at. It. You know what I mean? But you can't live someone else's dream. Right. You have to have your own dream and, your, and you have to pursue your own dream. Because you have your own set of skills and tools that someone else might not have. Right. Yeah, you got to stay in your lane. I think stay in your lane. Yeah. Focus on your own strengths. I think that's a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, I think with a lot of people, just in general, I don't want to say, I say a pastor because I live in a pastor. Right? I'm sure it's everywhere. Oh, that's everywhere. Bro. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's just that uh, people are like sheep. You know what I mean? They follow. You know what I mean? If you see someone doing something, all of a sudden everyone wants to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if they don't know anything about it. You know? That's just, people yeah. People follow. People see a, success, a, a successful person that started this or went this round and they're like, I can do it too. Yeah. I'll just follow this guy. And... The wrong expectations happen. They mm -hmm. started and they're like, fuck this, I haven't seen success in two months. Yeah. This guy didn't go through that, but it's like, yo, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't see that, so that's cool. Exactly. Other questions? Did you have a family history of business? Uh you know what? My dad started a business when he was at the age of like thirty. No, forty. When he was forty years old, he started a business. What kind of business? Uh he has a wholesale beauty supply. So he, well, he he started off as a delivery driver for a company, and he would uh, just deliver beauty products. And he was with the company long enough. Uh, he had a lot of chances to start a, a business, but he never took them. Not until he was at the age of 40. You know what I mean? And I was probably, how old was I? I was probably like 10, 12, somewhere around there. But prior to that, no. You know, but I did learn from them. You know what I mean? I, I did learn what it took to run a business. You know, so yeah. I did learn a lot from my dad. What, what advice would you have to somebody that is thinking about not even just necessarily a supplement mm -hmm. um, or vitamin, but a brand? Brand, yeah, or just, just a, a brand of business? What advice would you have to somebody? I think that what it is is just you gotta find something that you love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to find something that you're good at. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna start a brand or a type of company, you know you gotta you gotta know about it. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of successful bars. El Paso's a bar town. I mean, El Paso's yeah. a bar city. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just because... Shout yeah, out to Dickie Williams. Right? So, so, so okay, so just because my boy Dickie is extremely successful at being a bar owner. Right. Does not mean that I'm going to be like, hmm, I have some money. I'm going to go open a bar too. I like I to drink. Any, I like to drink when you go open a bar. Yeah, I don't know anything about right. running a bar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I were to go and invest some money into opening a bar, it would probably just miserably fail. You know right, what I mean? Right. So I think that the thing is, is, it goes back to finding something that you know, something that you love. Something you're familiar with. Something, something that you're, you're yeah, fucking yeah, unfamiliar with. Yeah. You're not going you to you, know the industry. You're not going to know yeah, the product. You can't just try to start a company or a business because someone wants to be successful. you got to find something that you're good at. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Any other questions on life?
What did you used to do for work before the business? Um, well, did you have a nine to five? I, I used to work for a car company. That was my first job. Call center? Yeah, call center. Yeah, totally. You know, you know what's funny is I that I, so many people tell me, hey, did you go to, did you take classes um, when, to speak? Like, yeah. And I'm like mumbling through my oh, fucking man. words right now, but I worked at a fucking call center, okay? Yeah. This is a funny story. I was in high school. I worked at a call center. I lasted two hours. They fired me because they because <laughs> I mumbled. Mumble, they yeah. said that they said that they couldn't understand me. So I would get on every call and they would answer. And when they answer, you read the script, right? Yeah. So they'd answer and be like, and be like, what? Huh? And then they'd go up and I would get fired. I'm like, why doesn't nobody understand me? Yeah. So I I got fired from that and I was like, I'm fucking. Do I mumble? Like, do I really mumble? And I started trying to really pronounce my words yeah. and sound them out a little bit better. I feel now I talk a lot different than I did in high school. You know, it, it, <laughs> I mean, it's important that you mention that because I used to have a really bad stuttering problem. Really? Horrible, horrible, horrible. Really? I was one of those kids that were like, we got stuck on one word. No, no, I would be stuck on one word for like literally like, 15 seconds, they'd be so frustrated because I couldn't get it out. Was that uh, something you were born with? or Yeah, ever since I was a kid. And I don't know, I just kind of, I guess, went away. Went away, but I remember even in high school, I would say hi to my friends. Like, if there's anyone, if, I, you know, if anyone could vouch for me, I remember I'd be like, whoa, what's up, guys? And they would always, like, laugh at me. Like, what's up, dude? <laughs> you know, it was bad. Yeah, oh, it was man. Really bad. Well, that went away, though, right? Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't hear it. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think I stutter every once in a while when I get like excited and when I want to get something out quick. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm just <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. I, but I think those things too, you can kind of change. Or I, I feel like a lot of stuff is just a mental. Thing. Yeah. Like even being sick, like I, I rarely, rarely get sick. Like yeah. probably last time I got sick, that I wasn't hungover because I was sick. <laughs> like <laughs> actually sick was probably like a good four years, five years. Yeah. I never get sick, bro. But if I do start feeling like I'm getting sick, it's just like. Mentally, I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You, you know? And that's crazy. I've never, no, when I get sick, I get sick. Really? Yeah, and, and I, you know what? Honestly, that's another reason why I don't drink. I hate drink. When I wake up, I'm really like, oh. Yeah, that's the worst. So I drink the good stuff. <laughs> McAllen, <laughs> 15, 15 year. Sponsor your boy. <laughs> <laughs> but cool, man. So I'm really excited. Your, your fucking story is the shit, bro. I really yeah. love how you, you kind of started and how... Your life wasn't always where you're at right now. You know? Yeah, your no. life was kind of a mess. Oh, I was, yeah, it was horrible. I was depressed. I'm telling you, I was I was depressed, <laughs> like completely depressed. Like, I mean, I didn't say it in the story, but I did. I was crying that morning. You know what I mean? When I was in my car, I was crying. You know, especially because when you're coming off. I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna ask anyone, but when you do ecstasy, you know what I mean? When you come off, you know, the ecstasy, you're you're depressed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're really depressed. And I should do a lot. Like, all the holding, like every weekend three times a weekend plus i used to do like no joke in my mind i would probably do like an eight ball of myself every weekend you know what i mean it was a lot of coke you know what i mean so i was Honestly. just completely strung out i wasn't sleeping right. and i was all hungover coming off all these drugs and i was just frustrated you know what i mean and i remember crying in my car out of frustration i was depressed i hated my life you know what i mean but i said at first it was fun you know what i mean and that kind of stuff was always fun at the beginning but when you hate it when it's, when it's too late because you never want to stop something that you love. You want to stop once you dislike it. But at that point, it's too late. And that's, a, that's kind of like a message for anybody listening to that is going through something like that. I know you kind of addressed it and gave your mm -hmm. opinion on that. But it just shows you like you can 
if you're going through something like that, you're depressed and you're, you're dealing with drugs or whatever you're dealing with, whatever your drug is, um, I mean, you can change it. You you really do have 100% control of yeah, I your mean, entire situation, your destiny, your life. I think your mind is very powerful. I mean, it, yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Like I said, I really believe in the law of attraction. I believe that what you say will come to pass. You know, I, I believe it so hard. You know what I mean? If you, if, if, if you speak negativity into your life, it will bring that negativity. But if, even if everything around you is falling apart, even if you don't see... Yeah, I mean, even if what you're speaking doesn't align with what you're living, right? Eventually, if you keep speaking it, it will. It will because you will take yourself to that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, message for all you guys: uh, law of attraction. I mean, yeah. you you believe in it? I believe in it too. I actually talked about that on my on my episode of, of the Fuel the podcast. Mm-hmm. But cool, Jerry. I'm really excited for people to listen to your story, man, mm-hmm. and and kind of you know get. Uh, the perspective that they might have not known, you know, from you and, yeah, and I how mean, you kind of started. Yeah, really cool. I mean, uh, a lot of people, I'm telling you, I've never really shared that story, like, the, the, you know, the, that drug beginning, you know what I mean, yeah. with a lot of people in my inner circle. So, uh, but I really believe that it's like, it has to, I mean, if I were to leave that out, it wouldn't, it wouldn't know, be your story. Yeah, yeah that is your story, man. And I yeah. think no matter how ugly anybody's, past is i've had an ugly past too mm-hmm. and i don't talk about it i should mm-hmm. you know you, you kind of just motivated me to talk a little bit more about my fucking past yeah. but that that's what makes you you and i think even the shit that's happened to me in the past i'm super happy that it did even though i didn't understand why it did at that time i mean i'm here right now doing something that i i had a goal just like law of attraction right last year before i was even a fucking realtor i wanted to have a number one a YouTube channel and I wanted to have a podcast I was like what, what, what would be my engine my vehicle yeah. for that though I didn't know you know yeah I mean and, and I mean I know exactly what you're saying because I, I mean just like I told you like I wanted to do these things and I had no idea no clue where to start yeah. you know the thing is just start you know start yeah you just gotta just you know you know just get your hand in the dirt and just start working you know yeah, yeah. And there's so, no other way to do it yeah. you, can't, you can't just sit on the sideline and talk and you're a good example of that. Um, you know, the, the whole point of these Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions is to have people that are doing big things in El Paso that are, are, are really having a big influence on people, not just in El Paso, but around the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, for people to know your story, where you come from is just really, it's, it's, it's a really good story, man. I'm really happy for you. And I hope you keep seeing all the success that you've been seeing. Yeah. Um, let all our viewers know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, you don't have a Facebook, right? But you're gonna be making one. I have a Facebook, but oh, it's inactive. Okay, you know I mean? but it, it, I had to make a Facebook. The only reason why I made it was because in order to convert my Instagram business, I had to make a Facebook page. Right. Yeah. So I do have one, but it's <coughs> I don't know, okay. very active. So yeah. Uh, well, my Instagram is uh, jvice underscore vp. So, yeah, uh, on Twitter as well. Twitter, yeah, Twitter. I have my original name, which is Juice underscore Jerry. Okay, cool. And Snapchat, same thing. Nice, nice. So make sure you guys follow him. Uh, check out his entire episode. Last question. Obviously, I'm a realtor. I love El Paso. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point, you know, is getting people that are here in the city too that are doing some big things and kind of hearing from you. What is what is one of your favorite places here in El Paso either to eat to obviously not drink but Maybe hang out. What's that restaurant or you know, what's that one place in El Paso? Yeah, God, I, eat, I eat out a lot. You know what I mean? Um, 
Okay. Oh, dude, I love our Domino's. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know, oh, Cafe Italia? No, I have not. Is it Bob? No, you know what? Okay. Okay. Are Domino's? Is, have you guys tried Domino's? Yes. Or I love our Domino's. The only other place that I've had pizza that's really good, like our Domino's, is Little Italy in uh, in, in New York. That, to me. You know what I mean? But you're going somewhere. No, but New York is good pizza. Yeah, New York is. I've tried other pizza. I'm actually going to go in two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. But okay, going back to Paso. Uh, yeah, Ardovino, I love Ardovinos. That would be like the pizza place, restaurant. I love uh, what is it? Anthony Lev. I love the steak. Is so good in Anthony Lev. Yeah, I love the steak. And then for like my everyday eating, uh, oh, you know I have to give a shout out to one of my friends. But it's um, Evolution Fit Foods. Yes. I love Evolution with Mando. Uh, and then Chipotle. I eat Chipotle. <laughs> Just because it's that. It's fast food, but I don't feel guilty eating it. You yeah, it's good. I get my chicken, I get my black beans, my rice, and I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get my black beans too. I love black, black beans and rice. I eat it almost every fucking day. It's like, yeah. It's good. So, shout out to Artavino's. Artavino's is really good. I think pizza places, though, for sure. Every weekend, Bro, for sure, for sure, you need to try Cafe Italia. Right. I think my favorite, though, still, I don't know. We've, we've already, we've had this debate uh, for a while, but... I think Grimaldi's bro. I just Grimaldi's is really good. I, I love Grimaldi's, Grimaldi's but I, I mean, I'm still gonna go wherever. I just think Grimaldi's, even down to the cheese, the sauce, you know the what? crust, I love is like the everything's cheese. quality. I really do love the cheese and Grimaldi's. For sure. Shout out Grimaldi's. No, Grimaldi's Look cheese your boy. is good. Uh, <laughs> but what I like about Domino's is that big pepperoni. They have those big, giant pepperonis. Yeah, this is talking about stuff I can't. I get the margarita oh, that The margaritas are shit. Margarita's yeah. good. That sucks. Yeah, that's it's my it's my life. No, 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 it doesn't suck. I'm sorry, dude. That's bad. That's no, it doesn't. Like, like for me, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Or wanting to go fucking crying like that, bro. You need a fucking taco. No, it's hard for some people, I think. Yeah. Um, because some people still crave it. And I'm not gonna lie, like I was even talking to one of my friends that she she always eats tacos in front of me, but I'm I've been like looking at it and I'm like, it's gross, but now I you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, like one thing, yeah. No, like one thing right. I love is like when I go out of town is like having authentic street food. Because when you yeah. eat food inside the resorts, like it's just it's really good food, but it's like eating at an expensive restaurant. Yeah, exactly. When you go out into the streets, like when I went to when I went to the you know what I mean? They have totally different food. You know what I mean? They have stands outside yeah. and they have meat prepared in different ways you've never seen. Or in Tulum, actually, oh, I love Tulum. Tulum has like this strip of just nothing but restaurants at night, and everything's like candle lit. Everything's like lit with like. With like Christmas lights sure. and and uh, and and the food is so good. The tacos, it's just and it's really. I mean, you go from going, you know, you eat inside the resort. It's like a hundred dollars for a steak, and then you go out to the streets. You get like all this a food with, with uh, wa- uh, agua frescas and everything. It's like two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you got two bucks. You serious? Huh? It's five, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's great. It's food. crazy, huh? Yeah, I love eating. I don't think I'd be able to be a vegetarian. Yeah, bro. I know. I hear that all day. No disrespect. No, it's all good. The life I chose. <laughs> <laughs> it's the life I chose. True. But uh, but cool, man. Really excited again for people to hear your story, and thanks again for being on our episode. Uh, for you guys watching live, make sure you guys tune in next Wednesday. Um, full episode of Whiskey Wednesday podcast session, episode number ten with Jerry Juice. Jerry is going to be dropping on iTunes and YouTube. Uh, for those of you tuned in live, 
shout out to you guys and uh again shout out to everybody that's been uh watching and keeping up with our progress week by week um any any last words uh, no, I think we covered everything. Yeah, we did. This is a badass podcast. I'm super excited. So, again, shout out to everybody watching at home, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.